Welcome to Catholicism is Cool with Mary. Okay, as I'm going through the rosary and telling you that it is biblical, it has the verses in the Bible that pertain to each decade of, or each mystery that you pray a decade of Hail Marys, and in Our Father and a Glory Be, etc. So, the sorrowful mysteries. Now, this is basically what the Passion of Christ movie was predicated on, was his passion. So the first sorrowful mystery, now if you read along right before you're, you know, like you're going to meditate, you meditate on these mysteries, that's the whole point. You meditate on them. So while you're saying the Hail Marys, ten in a row, you kind of get into a rhythm. And you're thinking about it. And that's why the power, the rosary is so powerful. It comes to life. And it's, I remember I had like freeway anxiety. California freeways are crazy. And I'm like, okay, I just have so much anticipation of the anxiety and anxiety on the freeway and just, ugh. And I thought, all right, I'm going to pray a rosary. A rosary, a full rosary is five um, decades. And I would start right when I was getting onto the freeway. And miraculously, I would finish right when I was exiting the freeway because it was when I went to the other studio that I was working in. And it was like 15 miles away. So 15 miles, you know, maybe 15, 20, 20 minutes of praying the rosary. And I would, I could almost, like if somebody had a calibrator, they could go, oh my gosh, your anxiety was at, you know, 88. And by the time I got to the studio, it was like seven. So just keep that in mind. It is the place to go when you're freaking out. It's the place to go when you just want to chill inside and just build, cultivate that richness within you. And the Sorrowful Mysteries are on Tuesdays and Fridays. And so every Tuesday and Friday, I can go through this mysteries, these mysteries, and I don't know, they just, it's kind of like being with him in his pain, offering up our suffering to him. Okay, so the first Sorrowful Mystery is the Agony in the Garden do you ever feel like that, that you're out on your own, being tempted, being lost, feeling alone? That's the agony in the garden. And having, like, feeling his disciples abandon him, in a way, 40 days, out there in the desert, devil taunting him, and he has to stay strong. So this is called The Mystery of the Agony of Our Lord in the Garden. When in the Garden of Olives, Jesus saw the sins of the world unfolded before him, and his precious blood flowed from every pore at the vision of the torture and death he was to undergo. And he cried in anguish, Abba, Father, if it be possible, let this chalice pass from me. But immediately resigning himself to his Father's will, he said, not as I will, but as you will. That is in Matthew chapter 26, verse 39, the agony in the garden. Do you see how rich that is? Can you hear it? Arg. 
something else. Okay, the second sorrowful mystery is the scourging at the pillar. We all know the vision of that. Jim Caviezel in The Passion of Christ being scourged at the pillar. And fun little fact, he was literally, okay, so it's a movie, right? He's not supposed to really be whipped by these guys. But two got through. Two were a mistake. And he had a 14-inch laceration on his back. Can you even imagine? I stubbed my toe, and I, I'm in agony. Okay, so the scourging at the pillar. This one is referred to meditating. So meditate on the mystery of the scourging of our Lord. When at Pilate's command, your son was stripped of his garments and bound to a pillar, his body lacerated from head to foot with cruel whips and his flesh torn away until his mortified body could bear no more. You can find the scourging at the pillar in Matthew chapter 27, verse 26. Okay, the third sorrowful mystery, like they're all, they're all equaling pain. The third one is the crowning with thorns. Again, if you look online, you can see a photo of Jim Caviezel with the crown of thorns on his head and the blood running down. And just imagine Jesus having these thorns pounded into his head. So this one, meditate on the mystery of the crowning of our Lord with thorns. When the soldiers bound about his head a crown of sharp thorns, showered blows upon him to drive the thorns deeply into his head, and in mock adoration knelt before him, crying, Hail, King of the Jews. So they hurt him, they mocked him, and he, he took it. So this is for us. He did it for us. Matthew chapter 27, verse 28 and 29. Yeah, the sorrowful mysteries. I think if someone's going through a tough time, this one, oddly enough, makes made me feel the like um, just made me feel better. I don't know. I mean, the depth of it, the pain of it, and then I'd bring him my little teeny painful things. And reminding myself what he went through for us. I don't know. Give it a shot. Okay. The fourth sorrowful mystery, the carrying of the cross. Now, there is study after study about how heavy that cross in real life was. Like, incomprehensible that he could lift it, let alone walk up a hill with it. So, in the crowning of thorns and the other two, agony in the garden, the scourging at the pillar, like offer up our own agonies and sorrows to Jesus. And in this one, the carrying of the cross, you'll hear people say, it's just my cross to bear. Just my cross to bear. Compares in such a teeny tiny way. So meditate on the mystery of the carrying of the cross. 
When the heavy wood of the cross upon Jesus' shoulders, he was dragged, weak and suffering, yet patient, through the streets of Jerusalem to the hill of Calvary, falling often, but urged along by the cruel blows of his executioners and the revilement of the crowd. I mean, geez. So think about it. The cross was so heavy, no one person could carry it himself. But Jesus bore that weight almost entirely by himself, except one other, um, darn it, who was it? It wasn't Simeon. Um, someone was said to help him when he kept falling. But, I mean, I think the guy helped Jesus stand up, but Jesus still had to pick up the cross again and keep going. And that was the will of God. That was the will of God willing him the strength, the fortitude, the resilience, because he knew his purpose. He knew what he was doing. So, I mean, that's why the Sorrowful Mysteries are so unbelievably rich. I think that's one of the reasons they get two days out of the week. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, the fifth sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion. Oh, wait, I want to tell you, the carrying of the cross, Matthew chapter 27, 31 and 32. Chapter 27, verse 31 and 32. Okay, the crucifixion. Of course, we know what that was. When Jesus was stripped of his garments, nailed to the cross, and died after three hours of indescribably, indescribable agony, during which he asked, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That would be in Matthew chapter 27, 50 and 51. Verse 50 and 51. So, I think, based on the story during the lifetime of Mary and Jesus, you can find your own life circumstances in one of them, in the joyful, in the luminous, in the sorrowful, or in the glorious. So if it's called the glorious, we're all back to Mary again. This, you know, one, all right, let's 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 start because this, this is, I love this one too. I think it would be my favorite would be sorrowful and then the glorious. Okay, the first glorious mystery is the resurrection. Uh, we have a whole holiday, April, Easter, the resurrection. So meditate on the mystery of the resurrection of our Lord when on the morning of the third day after his death and burial, Jesus arose from the dead as he had promised and later appeared to his disciples, filling all hearts with unspeakable joy. See? Happiness. This part of the rosary, this mystery, this compilation of five mysteries, is glorious, happy. Okay. This, oh, that's in John chapter 20, verse 8. Okay, the second glorious mystery is the ascension. So meditate on the mystery of the ascension of our Lord when after spending 40 days on earth after his resurrection, showing them in many ways that he was still alive and speaking to them about the kingdom of God, Jesus went with his disciples to a mountaintop 
where he promised to be with them always, and then he ascended before their eyes into heaven. There are paintings, uh, drawings of Jesus ascending into heaven. So again, awesome, glorious. And that is in chapter, ooh, Acts. Acts, I love Acts of the Apostles. Chapter 1, verse 7 through 9. Okay, the third glorious mystery, the descent of the Holy Spirit. So remember Jesus said when he left his disciples that he was going to send the paraclete, the Holy Spirit. So meditate on the mystery of the, of the descent of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. When the disciples, including you, dear mother, were assembled in an upper room in Jerusalem, and the Holy Spirit descended upon all of you in the form of fiery tongues, inflaming your hearts with the fire of divine love, teaching you all truth, and giving you the gifts of wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. So the disciples were given these gifts by the Holy Spirit, and they went out and spread the message, the glory of Jesus to the people in the lands. And that one is in, again, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. You know, the Holy Spirit is a verb in our own lives, very much active. If we would pay attention, listen, um, yeah, pay attention. Our guardian angel and the Holy Spirit are with us every second. And we can ask for advice, ask for guidance. Maybe, you know, I kind of consider the Holy Spirit that voice inside me and, you know, coupled with my guardian angel, you know, stop now or turn here. Little bits of guidance. We don't need, you know, the sky opening up for us. We're not, we're asked to trust the, the small things. Okay, the fourth glorious mystery, the assumption of our blessed mother into heaven. 